friends, this is Anna and welcome to the podcast. Just as a quick reminder, by listening to this podcast, you agree with the disclaimer located at AnnaHines.com and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. That being said, I'm so excited to share about um, how to lose a, your old identity around health and create a new one. And to illustrate this, um, just a quick story. This morning, a client of mine who had just finished up a 12-session package with me, she came up to me after yoga and she just said, Anna, I just have to share something with you. I just had this, this moment this morning and some, something just finally clicked. And I woke up and I don't know how to explain it, but it just clicked for me that I realized that I am a healthy eater. And this was such a big thing for her. And I'm going to give you a little background on her story. Um, But when she first came to me, she had asked me about my recommendation about different diets and things like that. And she'd just been talking to me after yoga. And I said, why don't you just come in for an intro session and we'll chat. And she came into the intro session and she just started to share with me that really she, for most of her life, she had not really been drinking water. She had been drinking Dr. Pepper and um, she was getting close to 50. And um, if you can imagine the the impact that drinking that amount of Dr. Pepper all her life and drinking very little water, like somehow she's doing hot yoga and not drinking water. I don't, I was honestly like, girl, how are you alive? But the body's pretty amazing. It's pretty resilient. And, um, anyway, so she just said, you know, I want to work on this whole, like getting rid of the Dr. Pepper addiction. I want to drink more water and I want to eat healthy and I want to learn how to cook because I hate cooking and I'm I'm the drive-through McDonald's girl and I am not a healthy eater. It's just not my thing. And it was really fun to talk with her because she was just super honest and super clear and super aware, but also really open. So the first thing that we did was we just did some EFT tapping around the Dr. Pepper addiction. We started working with the idea of drinking water, which at first felt very repulsive to her. It was like not normal. The idea of drinking water just seemed gross. And so we did some EFT tapping and within the the first session, like after the first session, she had, um, she was able to drink water and she had about three days of detox symptoms, understandably, because she finally started drinking water. If that shows you how little water had been in her system over the the last few years or several years. Um, but, um, she, she began to, to just start drinking water every day. And that was the first step towards this, um, a new, a new, uh, level of health. And then it just grew from there. She started just adding greens and drinking green smoothies and adding really nourishing foods. And, and, um, and then, the, then things like working on the cooking and it just kind of over time over the, the, you know, three or four months, she started, um, shifting her perspective about healthy eating. And it's so inspiring to see her today having created this new identity around her health. She has created some beautiful, healthy eating habits. She's learning to cook, even though, like I mentioned, she originally hated it. She's beginning to lose some weight. 
um, sometimes the weight begins to peel off later when you're working on these deeper beliefs and it can take a few months to see the results, but she's starting to see those results and her skin looks glowing. And, but that the biggest thing that stood out to me that just made me so happy was that she was creating a new identity, a new way of seeing herself, a new belief pattern that was going to serve her for the rest of her life. And so this is the the number one thing in health is the identity that we create around our health, the, the identity that essentially gets programmed into us and then learning how to reprogram it. So I want to share a little bit about how that happens. So remember, the main foundation of this work here is what I call the anatomy of transformation. And that's that that picture of like the geode, like your whole system being like a geode, the rock formation that has all of those layers inside of it and the deepest layer is the most beautiful. So going over it quickly, we have the outer layer, which is the body. The next layer in is the conscious mind, the rationalizing thinking mind. That's about five to 15% of your mind. It's the part of you that decides I'm going to eat this and not that or exercise, not do that. It's, it's rationalizing, it's thinking. But there's the deeper layer that's the subconscious mind that is the, um, that's the part of us that it has the emotions and the, the memories and the self-beliefs and the old identities of, of how we see ourselves and how we think about ourselves. And because it's such a large part of our mind that we don't know how to work with, it tends to hijack our best efforts going on in our conscious mind and in our body. So we have to learn how to work with the subconscious mind in order to see results. Okay, so um, just a couple of things here that I think are really important to unpack. And um, when I talk about this gal's story, I want to share with you some of the things that we unpacked um, as we're working through this. So number one is it's really important to question any identity about yourself that doesn't feel peaceful or exciting or life-giving. So um, you, we, this could play into all areas of life, but since we're talking about health and food, I'm going to hone in on like the food stuff, like the food addiction or the weight loss or the stuff that just seems like it's plaguing you even though you're working really hard. The reason that these things stick around is because there's these identities that are stuck in our subconscious mind. And um, we have these identities that that are... Um, that we don't even know are there because they feel so familiar to us, like these identities, like I'm not a healthy eater, or you know I'm a food snob, I don't like vegetables, I'm rebellious when it comes to food, I'm not an exercise person, um, I gain weight just by looking at food, you know I'll always be overweight, it's just in my genes. These are identities that we have about ourselves, whether they're unconscious or conscious thoughts, and they're something that we've absorbed over time. And we pick these things up. And, and the first thing I want you to, to understand is that the, these, these identities are, are not your fault. Like these, these are what I call programming. And they're programmed into our, our um, subconscious mind at a very early age. Because in the time that we're about, um, from the time really that we're conceived, to the time that we're about five or six years old, our subconscious mind is like a sponge. So it doesn't have any rationalizing, analyzing powers. All it has is the ability to absorb um, the world going on around us. So it's absorbing the the um, 
the ideas around health and food and weight and body image that, that come from the people that are around us. And most, for the most of us, that was our, our parents or our caretakers, um, or people that we really looked up to. And so the way that they thought about their weight or their body is, is going to be kind of programmed into us. And then also the things that they say about who we are is going to be programmed into us. You know, how many of you have had someone project a particular thing on you, an identity on you that you don't even like, you know, like someone saying, um, you know, you're, you're just big boned or you're always going to struggle with your weight or you're not really athletic. You know, someone says something and it's this, this thought that pops into your head that becomes an identity as it's reinforced over time. And sometimes these things get programmed into us because there's a lot of family dynamics around food. There can be like a lot of pressure to eat a certain way or to eat a certain amount or clean your plate, you know, in certain family dynamics. So what we have to do is realize that these these things have been programmed, these identities, these thoughts, these emotions, these beliefs, they've been programmed into our subconscious mind, which remember is that 80 to 95% of your mind. Um, So it's a very powerful part of your being. And um, it's been programmed into us. And so it's not your fault. And you know, really neither is it your parents' fault. Like these things are generational. They get passed down. And until someone decides that they're going to question the, the, the identity that doesn't feel good to them, that's not serving them, these, these patterns just continue. They just proliferate throughout life. And it's estimated that 90% of the thoughts that we think are not even our own. So we just need to become brave enough to question what does not serve us. All right. So the next thing is understand what's going on underneath your symptoms and behaviors. So what tends to happen whenever we um, eat something bad or we mess up or we, you know, we eat the crap food or we don't make the healthy choice, we don't exercise. For most of us, you know, our programmed reaction is to beat ourselves up and that shame and that guilt and anxiety just kind of sets in and we're programmed to, um, to live in that kind of negative motivation towards ourselves. But what if underneath every craving and every desire and um, every time we're wanting to you know, eat something we quote unquote shouldn't, underneath all that is an underlying need that's calling for attention. So back to the anatomy of transformation picture, you know, we have the body, then we have the conscious mind, then we have the subconscious mind. There is something even deeper than that. And that's what I call your core, your truest identity. And within that are the, is the goodness in you and the underlying needs in you that are good. But what's so interesting to me is that we, you know, we use things like the negative motivation, like the shame and the guilt and the fear, but all addiction is essentially fueled by shame. So with, when we're dealing with like food addiction or whatever, we're trying to use shame to get rid of shame. And then we wonder why it doesn't work. We're not wired to, and never will be, never will be wired to use, to change based on shame and guilt and fear and negative motivation. We're wired to respond to understanding and compassion and excitement and joy and, and having a sense of safety inside ourselves. So when we understand that there are underlying needs that are good, that are at the core of who we are, 
then we can begin to work with ourselves in a new way. And these underlying needs could be physical needs, such as the need for nutrients. You know, your body needs physical nutrients in order to do all of those, those amazing, you know, processes. There's like thousands of processes going on inside your body at all times. And so we, we may be missing nutrients. And so we have a craving, you know, it shows up as a craving, or maybe we need rest or hydration, Or there's an emotional need such as safety or connection or pleasure or fun. And all of those emotional needs are just as valid. And so learning to understand what the need is and how to meet it is the key here. And remember, there's many ways to meet a need. So let me give you an example of my own life. How things show up sometimes for me is whenever I'm like, I have a craving for coffee. Coffee is like my my drug of choice, because when I layer that down, I realize the underlying need is energy. And there's, um, there's past programming with, uh, with the coffee. There's past like associations with the coffee. I won't get into right now, but I, as I layer it down, I realize the underlying need is energy. So my mind goes immediately to coffee because that's my drug of choice. And my subconscious mind has associated coffee with energy, but coffee is a counterfeit energy. And it's like, you know, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, you know, but as I'm learning to rewire my mind, a whole new world of possibilities open up to me. So when I need energy, I'm learning to uh, learn how to work with the underlying need. And I can do something like give myself what I'm actually needing, which could be like a 10 minute power nap or drink a green energizer or a yerba mate tea or do an energy routine or bounce on the rebounder for a few minutes to really unlock my energy. And over time, my body is no longer associating the need for energy with coffee. It's associating that, that need for energy with a, you know, a legitimate need. And then I give my body exactly what it's needing. And then we're developing this relationship of trust. Like I'm, I'm learning how to trust my body and it's learning how to trust me and we're working together rather than like fighting with myself, which, which is what I did for so many years. So understanding the underlying need, whether it's physical or emotional is key to ending the war inside of you and creating this new identity of health. All right. The last point I want to make here is that remember that your slim, healthy body is already inside you. And this is a really big key because so many of us feel like um, the process of health or weight loss means that we have to fix or change ourselves. And it's really less that we're needing to fix ourselves or change ourselves, but it's more like we're clearing away the layers of toxic beliefs that we've absorbed and the things that have been programmed into us. And we're also clearing away the foods and substances that are blocking us from feeling that, that, um, abundant energy that's inside and, um, that light being and, and, uh, you know, people who are dealing with weight, weight gain and, and wanting to lose weight, I just tell them, you know, your slender, healthy, um, body is already inside you. It's already there. All we do is we're clearing away the blockages, whether those are physical or emotional that are keeping you from accessing it and keeping you from feeling it. So notice the difference between that. You're not trying to become something you're trying to unlock that identity, that true identity that is already in you. It's already at your core. So 
on a practical level, I love to use things like EFT tapping and meditation and visualization to clear away those toxic emotions that are on all these layers of the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and the body and to clear away the things that are keeping us on this hamster wheel of shame and guilt and fear and negativity, and then really rewire to that true identity that's always been there, just waiting for you to recognize it. So if you want more of this, I'm really excited about the upcoming program that is starting November 2nd. It's called Love Hunger, and it's an online seven-week program, and this one's specifically around um, food addiction, emotional eating, food cravings, and weight loss. For, for those of you who really know all the things to do for your health, but you're having trouble doing it because the food kind of gets in the way or the emotions are getting in the way. And um, this program is all centered around underlying needs. It's all learning how to layer down to what's my need and how do I give myself what it is I'm needing, whether physical or emotional. So there's live coaching, there's support, there's audios and videos and lots of tools to help you navigate this, this rewiring of your brain to tune into the underlying need rather than that old programming of shame and guilt and, you know, that we feel like should be working, but it's just not working. So um, if you're interested, um, go to lovehungeronline.com. Again, that begins November 2nd, and I would love to have you join. Lots of love to you all, and I'll speak to you again soon.